Hey, it's Teddy. What I learned today. Thanks for being here. Today, we're not going to necessarily be talking about poker because I um, um, can't think of any new things that I learned in poker, so we'll move on to a different topic. But something that I learned today, um, I heard this on a Simple Habit meditation. Um, Simple Habit is an app that I have on my phone for, um, mostly I got it because to try and help me relax before sleep because I have a tendency to, to, to lay there and spin and just obsess over things or think about things too much. Monkey brain just goes on and on and on at night. Anyway, so I downloaded this Simple Habit app for some calming type of meditations and stuff. But anyway, on this Simple Habit meditation that I was listening to, they said... He who worries suffers twice. Now that's really kind of um, eye-opening if you think about it. I mean, I have a tendency to be one of those people that worries a lot, to thinks about things. I kind of have this worry streak where I'm spinning or obsessing over something. So when I do that, when I get into that place, I know that I have that kind of a persona. So um, because I know that I will have a tendency to spin or obsess over something that I don't really have a whole lot of control over. There's things that I, I try to, when I'm trying to stop that process and pattern in my brain, I try to think, now is this something that there's anything that I can do about it? Is there anything I can do about these things that I'm stressing about? And think about that question. Is there anything I can do about it? If it's something that's completely out of my control, then there's no point in stressing about it. I don't have any control over the weather. I can't fix it. I can't do anything about it. I maybe it's something, you know, big and and huge like world hunger or global warming or some news story about someone that had something bad happen to him or whatever. There's nothing I can do about it. So I need to stop obsessing about it, spinning on it. Um, my monkey brain just going on and on and on and on. And then the other question I ask myself is, if there was something I could do about something, is it something I'm actually going to do anything about? Maybe there is something I could do about world hunger or global warming or or something that's going on in, in my community or something like that that I'm not necessarily appreciative of. Do I um, Am I willing to write a letter or go volunteer to do something or go march in a protest or whatever? It's like, even if there is something I can do about it, am I willing to do anything about it? Am I going to do anything about it? Do I have the time, the energy, the focus to do anything about it? A lot of things not. Some things there are. And if there is something to do about it, then, you know, obviously there's, there's, that's a different path you're running down. But if there's nothing you can do about it or nothing you're going to do about it, then you have to let it go. Um, even things that are somewhat possibly within my control, which I have a tendency to worry a lot more about my personal life and family and and if they're going to be safe on the icy roads or whatever it's it's not actually within my control i'm not going to be able to do anything to control them driving down the road or whatever i mean other than you know, of course verbally i can ask them to be safe or send a prayer up to the heavens that their trip is completely safe um that they you know 
complete their their trip with grace and ease and their journey is is um satisfactory and and uneventful but beyond that it's really out of my hands so i have to let go obsessing over it doesn't do anyone any good at all so this quote he who suffers he who worries suffers twice in my mind kind of translates to the person who worries suffers needlessly because you're suffering during all this worry for a lot of times for things that don't even happen, that don't even ever happen. So why are you suffering in the first place? Why are you consumed by this worry and anxiety when you don't need to be? On the other hand, if I'm worried about something that is within my control, then I need to stop worrying and make a plan to do what I need to do. If I'm stressing that maybe my spouse won't get the credit card bill paid on time because I'm worried I don't want to incur the late fees, then I just need to take matters into my own hands so that I don't have to worry about it. Worry takes up so much mental, spiritual, psychological, physical energy, as well as all this headspace that could be put to like so much better use. I could be, instead of worrying, I could be drafting my great American novel. I could be decluttering my desk. I could be even running barefoot through the grass, or I could be learning how to parlez-vous français, or parlez français, I guess. I could be visiting a neighbor. I could be absorbed by something more meaningful to me. That is way better than being absorbed by the worry and the anxiety and the stress. So that's what I learned today. Any thoughts or comments or questions on that? So welcome to my friend Billy. Billy is um, going to contribute her nickel's worth as to what she was thinks about that concept because we've discussed it numerous times and and what have you what do you think about that billy what's your response to that comments thoughts questions ideas well teddy i think you know uh we've talked about like you said this concept of worry and um i just actually just got done reading this book and it's it was called solitude and the author spent a year by himself in uh, patagonia and um, one of the things, he's, he was a chronic worrier, and he was trying to get over that. And one of the things he said about worry is that he would worry about uh, storms coming in and was his shelter strong enough to withstand the wind and the rain. And, and he was constantly worrying about these things, and then... The thing he wasn't worrying about was his boat, and his boat capsized, and his motors got uh, drenched in seawater, and, well, he ended up being able to fix it and do all this stuff, and his the, the lesson that he learned was that he was worrying about one thing, and the thing he wasn't worrying about happened, and but when it happened, he was able to actually fix it. It was something, you know, he he said that had he been worrying about the boats, um, that's something he was, you know, he may have been worried about, but when it actually came to, down to it, he was able to um, go ahead and, you know, fix it and um, get through it. And it wasn't as big of a deal as his whole mind made 
it out to be. Right. Before the fact, Mm -hmm. we worry about these things that even if they did happen, we would be able to get through it anyway. We'd deal with it and move through it, and it wouldn't be even as big of a deal as we worried about it being. Right. That's a really good point. I like that story. Yeah, I think our our mind just conjures up all sorts of things that... um, you know, in in when it comes right down to it, we're more resourceful and um, stronger than we we think, and um, we do have the ability to get through. Um, you know what life throws at us, and um, so that for me was a was kind of a poignant um, thought, and um, you know because we had just been talking about worry and stuff, so. Anyway, that was my two cents, and and um, I try not to worry, and and um, you know, like you you said, if there's something we can do about it, let's just do it, and then we don't have to think about it anymore. It's those little those little worries that I think can really get us um, the chronic. I think we t- we talked about that before too. These chronic worries and stuff—they're not big big worries. Like what? Give me an example. Oh. Um, for instance, you know, like, oh, I should get I should get my will put together. I should, you know, write down uh, my passwords so that, um, you know, if something was to happen, um, my my spouse would be able to find my passwords and get into right, the computer. You know, it's yeah. just these little things that I think that, uh, you know, we think about. And then they they go away, and then they pop up again later on. And if you just would have taken care of it in the first place, all these additional worries about it wouldn't have ever even had to happen. Or if they popped up, you'd be like, that's taken care of, and it's not even a worry. Exactly. That's true. And that totally goes along the line of if there's something you can do about it, do it, and then you don't even have to worry about it. Right, and stuff, so. right. And so these little things, they don't keep popping up in your head and, and taking, like you said, taking up space. And um, anyway, yeah. that's, I think that's my... Well, yeah, I think that's, that's a good point. And so ultimately, the whole gist of this conversation is that most of the time, our big worries are pointless, and they never come to pass anyway. And even if they did come to pass, we would be resourceful enough to get through them. And so why worry? We should just stop worrying. Of course, easier said than done. <laughs> Our brains aren't necessarily wired that way that we can just will it away and go, oh, I'm not worrying today. Today is my worry-free day or whatever. But right. it's it's easier said than done to say, it's easy enough to say, don't. I'm not going to worry anymore or I don't need to worry. But we still do it anyway because we have neural pathways and and habits that we are stuck in. But if we are conscious about it, making a conscious choice to move away from the worry, take our brain to a different place, um, that's that's what I do is I try to mm-hmm. just go to a different place. Either think about something else or even just lyrics to a song or mm-hmm. breathing, focus on the breathing meditations and stuff like that. There's different ways to put your brain into a different space, going into a different physical space, like mm-hmm. going for a walk, going to the park, go stand on the kitchen table, whatever. <laughs> just going into different spaces will shift your neural pathways too. So That's, that's very true, and I think that uh, for me, when I'm... Um, exercising or running or like you said going for a walk or being out in nature I have a tendency to to let all that 
worry go. And um, it's just about being self-aware that that's what you're doing. You're worrying and then, you know, making that shift. And um, the more we do it, the easier it's going to be. Right. Well, I think it's one of those things where practice does make you better at it because it's something that I've been kind of trying to train myself away from because I have this worry streak that goes through me and I'm conscious of it and I don't like it and I wish that I didn't have it but being obsessed with worry is actually not really that fun so Mm -hmm. um but consciously when I notice that I'm in that place I try to move away from it and the more that I pay attention to when I am in that place the easier it is to shift away from it because I've been practicing it and I'm not perfect at it by any means but it is something that once you become conscious of it and you, you know, intentionally pay attention to it and try to move away from it, the more times you do that, it gets, it does get a little bit easier. It's not, mm-hmm. like I said, it doesn't completely go away and I'm not perfect at it, but right. it is easier now than it was, say, three years ago or right. four years ago or five years ago. So Right. So Yeah. And I, I think that's a, a good point that, you know, once you, you become aware of it, you you can also take it even a, a step further and say, you know, what what is this worrying doing to me physically? You know, how does it make me feel it, at the, in that moment? You know, are, am I clenching my teeth? Am I wringing my hands? Am I... Do I have knots in my stomach? Uh, right, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, you know, and then easing that and moving away from that and realizing that once you move away from that worry or you put it away or you start doing something else, all those physical ailments that you are suffering disappear. Yeah, true. So so he who worries suffers needlessly, huh? Exactly. All right, that's what I learned today. Anyway, good discussion. Thanks, Teddy. All right, thanks a lot. What we learned today. If you have any comments or thoughts or questions or whatever, then just go to anchor.fm, leave me a message. I'm Teddy Marcus. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, bye.